This is Dan Abuapsi from Radio Free Honduras, and you are listening to Radio One Chicago.
And you're listening to Radio 1 Chicago here at WLUW. My name is Sandra and I'm here with Dan from Radio Free Honduras. That was a really upbeat song. Can you tell people who don't know um, what picale picale means? <laughs> Boy, that's a tough one. Um, it's definitely like a, a colloquialism, mm -hmm. you know, and the way that it's been explained to me is <laughs> that it kind of means like, go get it. Go get, get it. Get after it, you know? Yeah, uh, that's what I was going to say. Um, kind of like, it also like literally could mean poke. Poke, yes. Poke it, poke it. Yep. I don't know what we're poking, but hopefully some music. Well, yeah, I, you know, I think it's also been explained to me that in this case, it might be in reference to going after a woman. Ah, like, you know, make her... You know, kind of like on Facebook when you poke someone. Mm, kind of, yeah. Kind of like that. Let's just, we'll leave it at that. So how are you? Uh, can you tell me uh, and tell our audience a little bit about Radio Free Honduras? Yes. I know so, this is your first time here, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Glad I'm, to well, have you. Thank you for having me. No problem. It's my pleasure. Uh, it's a band that is focused around the lead singer, guitar player, and songwriter. His name is Charlie Baran. He is from Honduras, mm -hmm. relocated to Chicago. And this project is all about bringing his songs, you know, out into the limelight and trying to put them together in a way that resonates with people. Uh, the project has been around a while? Uh, we've been together about three years. Three years. Yeah. I know I've heard the name before. Maybe it was in, in reference to something else, but I know or I thought I had seen your name before or maybe just in those three years you've had such a big impact in the music community that that's why I saw it, right? I think that's probably <laughs> it. Um, what makes you as a musician want to focus on someone else's music? Um, well, really it... it just comes down to wanting to play the music that is meaningful to me and so when I find something that is meaningful and that I, I think you know I could help benefit in some way that's what I try to do so I, I've I've been a musician for 20 years you know playing professionally for about 20 years now and I've had the pleasure of of supporting a few different people artists you know mm -hmm. and and Really, what I like to do is find a songwriter that I can really, um, you know, connect with and to work on music in that way. What is it about um, his music that, uh, Charlie's music, that you, you feel a connection to? Uh, is there something specific? You know, I, I don't know if there's one specific thing, but his songs are, are always the type of uh, thing that, that seem to move me you know musically they're they're really great melodies he's a fantastic composer and then when we get together and play the music actually so you know you have the song itself on one side mm -hmm. which is already something good when he brings it to the table and then when we get a band together and play these songs it's really great energy and it just feels so good so you know we just keep coming back for more now, this first song that we heard, um, it's, uh, it's lively, it's, uh, it's upbeat. Is this uh, indicative of the rest of the music on the album, or do you have different styles of music on here? We do have different styles. We always mix things up. You know, we play a lot of different uh, Latin American styles, different South American stuff, a lot of Cuban influences, of course, but then there's a big element of rock and roll okay. as well. 
Charlie was a rock and roller in the <laughs> '70s in Honduras, you know, mm -hmm. and, and that's what I grew up on, of course, you know. So uh, we definitely like to mix it up, both with original music and we play cover tunes and stuff. We we play a lot of uh, live shows here in Chicago, so we know a lot of songs and we mix it up quite a bit, um, both stylistically and you know with whether we're playing originals or cover songs. Um, back in the day when I used to uh, manage a, a Latin rock band and used to cover the underground Latin rock movement uh, and Latin music in general, there was always this, um, I guess you could call it a stigma when you would approach a venue because you were a quote-unquote Latin act. So it was kind of difficult at that time, uh, 10, 15 years ago, mm -hmm. to... to you know, get a show like, oh, are you going to bring maracas? And I mean, it was, you know, sure. Typical um, stereotypes that are associated with it. Have you have you as a band found that to be the case? Um, you know, there are some some venues or, you know, places that maybe aren't interested in Spanish language music or in, in Latin music. And I can respect that. That's mm -hmm. fine. Um, you know, we're not going to go try and get a gig at a blues club or something because right. that wouldn't make sense. No. <laughs> but uh, beyond that, no, I mean, I, I think people have been really receptive and very open to what we're doing. Um, maybe it's naive of me, but I like to think that if you have something really good that eventually people are going to start paying attention and it won't matter. I agree with that as well. I think that um, sometimes, uh, or back in the day, I think we felt... Uh, or I felt like we boxed ourselves in into, you know, being a Latin. And then when we just presented the music as rock and roll or whatever it was, then it was just like, oh, you're singing Spanish. That's okay. You're yep. you're doing music. Absolutely. Oh, what yeah. about audiences? Um, we love audiences. The bigger, <laughs> the better. Uh, n yeah, people seem to really respond to the to the live shows. It's really high energy stuff. For the most part, I mean, not always. We do slow it down. We play mm -hmm. romantic ballads and things like that. But there's a lot of musicality going on. You know, I get always great musicians to play in the band. And um, when you fill a stage with really talented people and you have good material to play, I think it really just happens. Now, there are eight of you in the band? Uh, or we, just we play in different formats okay. uh, on the CD. Yeah, there's anywhere from probably eight to ten people on any given track, but mm -hmm. when we play live, it's often a four-piece or maybe okay. a six-piece band, seven-piece band. It really depends. We're flexible. Okay. Tell me more about the album. There are 12 tracks. How long did it take you to uh, to produce? And you're one of the producers, or you are the producer on the album, Yes, right? yes, I was the producer. Congratulations. No, thank you. <laughs> Um, it, we worked on it for uh, a couple months. Most of the tracking we did in um, about four days at Transient Sound Studios on Chicago's north side. Great place. Highly recommend them. And we did it with uh, Vijay Telesnayak, one of the owners, fantastic engineer. Um, so we knocked out most of it live together in the studio in four days. Wow. And then we took you know, some time after that to schedule. We did some overdubs and we had some special guests coming in and that stuff was a little bit trickier to organize logistically. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we spent another few days in the studio after that, but it was over the course of a couple of months. Okay. So. Um, was it uh, when uh, Charlie first started to put together this project, was it difficult for him to find musicians? And I'm assuming all of you are 
professional musicians. It wasn't like, I want to start a band and let's see how it goes. Well, um, it's kind of a mix, actually, okay. because Charlie and I used to play together in a different band, actually. Hmm. And we were both sidemen. He was the lead guitarist and I played mandolin. Okay. And after a little while, that band kind of fell apart, and we always expressed that we wanted to do something together, but, the, you know, there was no more band, so it took a little while, okay. and eventually we just decided to get together and see what happens, and when we did finally get together, that's when I realized that we should pursue this, because, you know, I, I'll never forget that first night that we got together to play, just at his house, the two of us, he was playing you know one great song after the next and in telling me yeah these are my songs and wow. i was like wow so that's when i decided that we should do something and you know as far as finding a band that was kind of like my role you know okay. he's the <laughs> singer songwriter yeah. he's the star the front man mm -hmm. and he's great at that but um i was more connected in the music world here in chicago and on the music scene mm -hmm. so that's what i did you know once i realized what what we had, I started getting a band together. And, you know, a lot like audiences, I think, that listen to us, most of the people that I get to play, we always mix it up and have different people playing with us, too. Okay. And most of the musicians that we get really enjoy playing in the band. So that always makes it so much fun. That's amazing to hear. And, I, and I'm glad that, um, especially here on Radio 1, we do get a lot of rock bands, hip-hop and punk. Uh, we don't get a lot of Latin Latin bands yeah. or Latin alternative bands as well. Do you guys have a specific genre that you? I mean, no, not really, as? not other than Latin, <laughs> you know, which is just okay. a catch-all because we do a lot of different styles. You know, it's it's it would be crazy to try and have that many hyphens in our right. in our label. So, yeah, we play mostly Latin music, even I, you know, because mm -hmm. sometimes we'll play some rock and roll or do right. something outside of the box too and occasionally you know a lot of different guys in the band occasionally we, we sing songs in english so it's okay. not entirely 100 percent spanish language but that's definitely the focus and the focus is on charlie's original music i think that's a beautiful thing um speaking of different styles we're going to listen to something a little more laid back this is uh, called lamento campesino is there something that you would like to tell us about this song uh yeah this song is a song that Charlie wrote for his father, who uh, unfortunately passed away a few years ago. Mm -hmm. And he was a farmer uh, on a banana plantation in Honduras, and this song is for him. Okay, let's take a listen to Lamento Campesino from Radio Free Honduras. Ya está 
listening to Radio 1 Chicago and I'm here with Dan from Radio Free Honduras and we were just listening to a bittersweet beautiful song called Lamento Campesino which is written uh, and composed by Charlie Baran and Dan is one of the um, you play rhythm guitar, electric guitar, mandolin and you also do Becca vocals correct awesome there's also you have a cajita in the band it says well on the album yes yes i love that shane jonas trumpet, trumpet player percussion. vocalist you have a lot of percussionists in here well yeah. now you have two no four well the drums i guess we would consider percussion part mm. of percussion yeah percussion is <laughs> so important to to what we do so yeah and um uh we are talking about their new album Radio Free Honduras, and you also have a gig coming up at um, The Hideout. The Hideout. I was going to say Empty Bottle. The Hideout. Tell me more about that. Uh, well, it's our first time playing at The Hideout. I'm really Ooh. excited because uh, it's a venue we've been wanting to play for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, and it is a 
Christmas spectacular. It's billed as. Okay. Uh, we're going to do some kind of Christmas something. I haven't figured that out yet, but uh, we're playing with uh, some buddies, the Lowdown Brass Band. Okay. I don't know if you've heard of them. They're a fantastic New Orleans-style brass band from here in Chicago. Wow. Um, and they did a Christmas album that was uh, critically acclaimed a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. Okay. And so it's kind of now their yearly Christmas bash, and we are thrilled to be on that bill with them. Do you know what uh, songs you're, like what Christmassy songs you're going to play? Uh, do you know if you're going to play Mi Burrito Sabanero? I don't <laughs> know. We haven't talked about that, but I'm going to suggest it. Yeah, that's a great song. I think people would really like it. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, I didn't ask you before, how did you meet Charlie? Uh, we used to play in another band together. Okay. So that's how we met. Um, I actually saw this band play uh, and was kind of blown away by his guitar playing in mm-hmm. particular. So after that, you know, I approached the guys in the band and eventually became friends and I was able to sneak my way into that group. But uh, that that was it. I was really just impressed with Charlie seeing him play guitar and, and eventually here we are. As you've um, played now with him uh, for a while and obviously recorded together, Have you learned more about his culture? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I didn't know much about Honduras in particular Mm -hmm. before I I met him. Um, And so I've learned a lot from him, you know, about his culture and and Spanish language and uh, also about Latin music and Honduran music in particular, which is not something you hear people talk about a whole lot. Is there, are there some of those... um, it sounds, you know, this is Latin music. Are there elements of his uh, culture in the music as well? Absolutely. Uh, that first song that we listened to, Picale, Picale, mm-hmm. is what the closest thing that I would say that we do in the Punta style, okay. which is a, you know, traditional uh, Honduran and kind of Guatemalan uh, um, music, kind of mixes the indigenous music with the more modern style. And so that that rhythm and that feel that's 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 the honduran influence right there i think with all the chaos that's going on in the world right now um with issues of everything i'll just leave it at that i think it's a beautiful thing to see a performance from a band like Mm -hmm. yours with so many influences and different cultures coming together to play music which should bring us all together there shouldn't be any divisiveness there so i couldn't agree more thank you so much for saying that yeah um where does the name of the band come from uh uh, that's a good (laughs) question i mean it's it's not something very specific you know people sometimes ask me if it's political but we're really not at all political Mm -hmm. um i wanted to have something in uh, about honduras in the name just to represent kind of what we're doing and 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 where we're coming from and, and charlie's background and um, I've always been kind of fascinated by the, the whole idea of, of radio mm-hmm. being a powerful uh, mechanism to reach people. And so that's one of, the, one of the few influences that Charlie and I share musically, I would say, is kind of classic rock radio stuff. So, you know, it's something that came to me when I was just thinking about our connection and how... You know, one of the times that that we can really bond over music is when we're listening to classic <laughs> rock radio together, and we both have this 
you yeah. know, feeling for these great songs that are coming on. So, what what was uh, some specific uh, influences um, on your end? Oh my gosh, <laughs> all over the place. I mean, I love. I used to listen to a lot more blues. Um, I love jazz. Are you originally from Chicago? Uh, no, I'm originally from Toledo, Ohio. Lived in Chicago for about 15 years. So it's Midwestern. So you're a Chicagoan. Yeah, I'm a Chicagoan. I'm a Midwesterner. Um, grew up not far from Detroit. I love the Motown sound right. um, and the you know kind of northern soul. Mm-hmm. All that stuff is it, it, very close to my heart growing up. Um, I've always found that so interesting, the northern soul movement of of that area. Yeah. That's a whole other topic for another day, but... Yeah, Motown (laughs) is is something. Right. What a great record label. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, my influences are very, very broad. I mean, I listen to a lot of world music and um, classical, you name it. There's there's nothing I don't listen to. I just like to find stuff that's good and, and... that moves me on some level so awesome um have you guys played at old town school of folk music we have not but we would like to if you're listening old town school of folk music we want to play there i know someone over there maybe we can make a call or two (laughs) (laughs) no i think that would be a great we have um, the ability to call them right now on the air we should (laughs) (laughs) um think that would be great another one i think that would be really great for you guys is even though it's labeled as a cumbia event cumbia sasso they have featured bands that aren't necessarily just specific to the cumbia genre um yes i've been to that event and it you? is amazing isn't it we would love to play there <laughs> there um, we go There's i love to even just calls. go there so uh yeah <laughs> just to have a good time um but yeah i think that that's another one and i think that um no, this music is is you could you could listen to it and play it anywhere. I think that's it's great. Um, Thank you. What are your plans for? Well, we're almost at the end of the year for the rest of the year, and then do you have um, plans for tour or something coming up in 2016? Uh, you know, we're we're not a big touring band. Everybody's somewhat rooted here in Chicago, so we do go on the road when the opportunity presents itself and makes sense for everybody. But we're not uh, at a place where we feel that touring is a priority for us. Okay. Um, so we plan to start recording another album. Ideally, we'll start that project uh, next summer, 2016, in the summer. Um, and, you know, work towards that. Really recording and, and making albums is ideally what we would like to be doing. So the more of that we could do, the better. Um, but of course, you know, you have to, you have to put time and resources into yeah. each, each recording project. So we can't do them as frequently as we would like, but we're really looking forward to getting back into the studio. I do have one, um, tisk, 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 Radio Free Honduras. Uh-oh. When I was um, looking for your information, you have your Facebook and you have your, your website. There are not a lot of images. True. We need more pictures. Photos of the band. Photos of the band. Yes. I do, yes. You do guys ha- uh, have a lovely uh, logo, the, the radio thingy, yes. black and white. But I was like, well, we need more photos. Well, I wanted to see what the what the band looked like, what looked like on stage, or just, you know. We like to maintain an air of mystery. <laughs> mystery. You know, like, we, we, we can't go give it all them. away. <laughs> we do have some photos on our website online. So. Okay. 
We'll make sure to check them out. Um, once again, tell me more about this event that's coming up at uh, the Hideout. The Hideout is Saturday, December 5th. Show starts at 9 o'clock, and we're going to be playing first, followed by the Lowdown Brass Band, great New Orleans-style brass band, guys from Chicago. And we are currently in talks with the Lowdown Brass Band about a collaboration that night. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that could be something really fun. That's going to be outrageous. We haven't done it. <laughs> we have never done anything like that before. But, you know, they're like a, a nine-piece horn band. So uh, I think that we're going to be able to pull off something really good. Great. If people um, enjoyed your music, I'm sure they did. Where can they find more information? Uh, best place to go is our website, RadioFreeHonduras.com. And uh, from there, you can get links to buy our CD online. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, all the electronic outlets. So, uh, any any plans on making this uh, a vinyl? Not at this time. Ah, no. that would be great. It would be. It would be. I, I love. I know it's vinyl. another another expense, but it is. It is, and I you think know, DJs would be really interested in that. I've been talking <laughs> to a couple of. Uh, economists about the laws of supply and demand and we're not sure that the demand for vinyl Uh, is quite where it needs to be yet okay okay um but they tell me if uh we just cut down on the supply eventually that demand (laughs) is gonna (laughs) outweigh it are we still talking about records yes (laughs) okay we're gonna um leave on uh kind of an upbeat song it's called otra cerveza and for those that don't know, maybe we don't need to say it, but what is this song about? Otra cerveza means another beer. <laughs> it's about having another beer. And Party uh, song? It's a party song, but I'd say it's also a cautionary tale. Oh, yeah? Yes. Okay. Thank you so much for being here with us. Thank um, you. Good luck on your gig. I think I want to go check it out, especially if that Burrito Sabanero is going to be played. Hint, <laughs> hint. This is uh, Dan. Thank you for being here with us on Radio 1 Chicago. And the band is Radio Free Honduras. If you like their music, uh, we have their website up on Radio1Chicago.com for more information. And then we'll have your interview up uh, in, a, in a week or so. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been my pleasure. Chevy, chat, 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 chat
tienes que salir, tú tienes que pagar. Chavacho, chive, otro macho de chevecha. 